Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Coastal Midweek Podcast. TJ and I are back. We got a brand new series happening called Blessed. And I know, actually, just rewind for for just a second. You were recently in the Dominican Republic. Yep. And a lot of people asked about that. I shared a little bit about it the week that that I spoke, is that you were there with John Maxwell's organization. Tell us a little bit about what you did. Yeah, we... Uh... One of the, our missions partners is Equip and mm-hmm. the John Maxwell Leadership Foundation. Um, and what they're doing is they're doing country transformation. And that's and really a unique approach to trying to change the culture of a nation. And so John's whole idea is, is hey, we want to go to the top 10% of people because we think instead of most ministries go to the bottom, you mm-hmm. know, the people that are poor, the, yeah. and, and, and that's great. great. And that's yeah. great. A lot of our missions partners do that, but his approach is a little bit different. He's like, Hey, let's go to the top of government. Let's go to the top of the education mm-hmm. system. Let's go to the top of the military. Let's go to the top of business. Let's go to the top of religion and let's implement a strategy with the top 10% because we know it'll trickle down to the rest mm. of the 90. And so we were there as they were rolling out um, their values-based curriculum, mm-hmm. which they were they got written into the government, mm-hmm. the constitution, their constitution of their government, so that every every student is going to learn values-based curriculum, mm-hmm. um, which is the the forefront of then eventually leading them to Christ. I yeah. mean, if we I can, mean, a lot of people don't know. John Maxwell is like deeply rooted in his his faith. Like that man wins souls and people more than anybody. Yeah. I've he's an incredible evangelist. Yeah, he's his uh so if you don't know, John Maxwell was one of the 10 most influential pastors in America, wow. uh running a church called Skyline out in San, years Di- ago, San Diego probably. 30 years ago. Started writing leadership books actually for the church, mm-hmm. and his publishers were coming to him and saying, "Hey, the church isn't buying your books; the business world is." Mm-hmm. And uh, he was getting all these opportunities to go speak to uh, large companies yeah. and uh, big conferences. And he thought to himself, "Man, I could have influence in the people that I've always wanted to reach mm-hmm. uh, for Christ." Well, let me take advantage of that. And one of his methodologies has been like, "Hey, I'm going to share." He, he talks about these. We were there at, at his house a couple of weeks ago where he said, you know, what I do is I say, hey, there are six things that have made me very, very successful. And I'm going to share five of them with you here today. <laughs> Genius. And uh, so he'll share. And, and then, then like, if you want to hear. And then if you want to hear the last one, um, stay after and I'll share that with you. And the reason he says that is, is because it has to do with my faith and, and I'm never going to Pushed. impose yeah. my faith on you. But if you want to hear, everything that I know, where I got it from, I would love to share that with you. Wow. And and so this year through his I Lead curriculum, which is his evangelism tool, uh, they'll lead over 200,000 people to Christ. I mean, wow. those that's they have their names, their, their address wow. when they gave their life to Christ. And so a, a very, very different approach to mm-hmm. evangelism throughout the world. Well, and so- 
So I love partnering with him. Yeah. He's he's brilliant. He's well, investing cool a lot in our lives. About even even this values-based curriculum that they're getting signed into constitutions that are moving throughout schools and the education system in all of these countries is all of those values are coming out of a they're coming a from scripture aspect of things. Yeah, they're they're mm-hmm. all godly principles that they're so it's teaching. Just repackaging it. It's repackaging mm-hmm. in a way that it's palatable to the world. Yeah. And and so he's doing he's done that in in five nations so far mm. uh, where it's actually been written into the constitution and the thing that's really really exciting is they've rolled it out in South Carolina mm. he's getting ready to meet with uh, all of the people that oversee every state's education department they're rolling it out for them to hopefully be able to roll it out to the entire U S wow which would so, be incredible so which would mean that eventually every middle school student mm-hmm. would learn values-based curriculum. Wow. And wow. and what would that do for our nation if we just reinstilled values? Yep. Like there is no baseline right now for right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And this is again, creating a baseline. Yeah. And, and then we can build off that. Cause if there's absolute truth somewhere, like he's, yeah. these are truths that you have to live by. Right. Then we can build off that. Yeah. And so it's, it's going to be a great platform, hopefully for, generations that will be able to build off that platform. Well, and what I think what's so cool, even like making this transition to our topic is those are missions partners of Coastal. So that when people give to Coastal or they invest in what God's doing here, it's not just going for transformation in our community, but like across the world. Yeah. I mean, there. We don't, we, don't, in- we don't talk about this very much, yeah. but I mean, we'll we'll probably give close to a half a million dollars away to missions partners, whether that's local, national, or international mm-hmm. this year yep. as a church. And 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 that investment, that return on investment, I think, is, which is a big deal to us, mm-hmm. uh, I think you should get a high ROI, return yep. on investment of every dollar yep. that's given. And so we're always looking for the best practices and the people that are doing it the best across the world and going, Hey, how do we be a part of what they're doing so that we can make sure we're reaching the most people we're having the greatest impact and we're, we're making the greatest difference for Jesus that Mm -hmm. we possibly can. And so, uh, John is one of those people, you know, he, he's got a lifetime, he's 76 years old Mm -hmm. and, uh, he's, he's got to run circles around. Yeah. He's, I mean, he, he came to breakfast one morning. He'd been up since 4am. He, he's like, man, I just wrote almost the entirety of my next book. And he was so excited and he was sharing with me. He was sitting there in a robe, just like, <laughs> just like, like this wise old sage, just yeah. sharing wisdom. And it was great. Um, well, and what's so amazing at, about John Maxwell is like, he is such an authentic man. When he says like, my name's John and I'm your friend. Like if he walked up to you, you would feel like, man, this guy really cares about me. Yeah. He's so intentional. I've never seen anybody work a room. And Mm -hmm. when I say work a room, just walk around and talk to people and make them feel- Not like you're getting worked over. Yeah, make them feel like they are the most valuable person in a room. And I've never seen anybody do it better. I'm I'm actually mesmerized by it. It's it's amazing to watch. Somebody to learn from for sure, because it it is impressive to, to see those things, you know, played out in front of you. Yeah. But let's let's switch gears to launching this brand new series, Blessed. You know, what was what was the reason that, you know, you decided on this series? It's gonna be a short series, but 
Yeah, you know? I, I decided on it because it goes back to the beginning of the year. We said, hey, we want to mm-hmm. be the healthiest church in South Florida, which means that we've got to become the healthiest individuals. Yeah. And so we've been addressing a lot of different aspects of our health. Mm-hmm. And we're still going to continue to do that throughout the year. But one of those areas was, is, hey, we have to address our financial health. Yeah. And and it's kind of the taboo subject in church. Oh yeah, uh, you know no. Always, no. <laughs> it's so scary to talk about. It's so scary to talk about, but yet it's the thing that all of us are thinking about. It's the thing that all of us are yeah, dealing with on a daily with. basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it causes more divorces. Yep. It, it causes more stress mm-hmm. than than almost any other subject. And so I, I think it would be a shame if we didn't address it. And you know, I started this series, and I. It's one of the things that we've said. I think everything that we're going through is way more spiritual yep. than we realize. And I think a lot of people are are living with a, a curse on their life mm-hmm. that they don't even mm-hmm. realize mm-hmm. is there because mm-hmm. they're missing some principles that God has, has put out there for yeah. them to live by. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think we saw this, you know, a little bit of maybe about our tithe story and like how we really got it, got started giving. Like, I, I mean, I came from a family that like, that was just part of what we did and, you know, throughout our life. But then when you get to be an adult and that's what, you know, like, oh shoot, I have to give away, I have to give this money. Yeah. I you mean, know. Uh, my family was the same, like my family it's growing up, we did. it was might've been the biggest givers in our church. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I came from an extremely wealthy family. Yeah, If whenever there was a special project, they went to my yep. family and said, can you pay for this? And, right. and that's just what they did. And that's what both of us kind of grew mm-hmm. up around. Mm-hmm. And then we get married and we go off to college and we get ourselves in debt and- Real uh, fast. And real, we were good at spending. Man, we 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 could spend with the best of them. I mean, we were like the Kardashians before the Kardashians, <laughs> except we didn't we have any no money. money. <laughs> um, and and man, we we got ourselves in tons of debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I'm, I'm going to share a little bit about that. I think this oh, this are. next weekend, but that's okay. Oh, you're going to share this story that we we're going to? Uh, no, like no, not necessarily. Necessary, not giving. no, 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 not yeah. necessarily that aspect. And and we, I mean, we're. 21 years old, we probably had thirty to forty thousand dollars of credit card debt. Yep. That strapped. we strapped strapped. Mm-hmm. And uh, a guy named Tim Pritchard yep. started talking to us. So he's actually your stepfather yes. now. Yes, yes, um, wise old that's sage. A random story, <laughs> but uh <laughs> um I was I was working with him and he started talking about the principle of tithing. He's mm-hmm. a successful business owner, yep. just sold his company for millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And he talked about sowing and reaping and tithing and giving and being generous. And really a lot of his success was based on that was based Mm -hmm. out of that. And and he challenged, he challenged us. He challenged me. And uh, I looked at our financial state Mm -hmm. um, with the debt that we were in. And, and and I knew that in order for us to get out of that, we were going to have to make like twice the amount of money we were going to have to make. And so we, we started, we actually started giving based on that. What we needed to make. We tied off of what we needed, needed to, to make, make to get out of debt. So like two which, times our Which income. I don't recommend for anybody. That was no. something- God challenged us. <clears throat> that God in. challenged right. us in. And and we saw God- We're out move, of debt in a year. Move in our life and get out of debt in a and year. And we went into it going, we can't afford to do this. Yeah. But some, it's it's that verse that you shared towards the very end about how, how God will rebuke the devourer Devour. over your life. And I think that's so true. So many people- are walking around without that protection, yeah. I think, because they haven't trusted God in this space in his life, in their life. And the enemy is just attacking, attacking, attacking. But when we trust God in that way, like there's this protection, provision, you know, blessing yeah. 
that that comes over our life that is incredible. No, don't don't get me wrong. We 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 changed our lifestyle and we did things. Oh yeah. But I attribute all of it to I put God first. Mm-hmm. I tested him. I tested yep. him at a level that like it took faith, just took like you talked about in your message. Yeah. And 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 we've never stopped. Like mm-hmm. it's been a challenge. We can't afford not yeah, to we, we, <laughs> now. We literally we know that we can't afford it because we know what it was like trying to do it without God a part of our financial life. Yeah. And now now we challenge ourselves to give extravagantly more. Mm-hmm. And uh Yeah, where before, I mean, you have you challenged people, you know, to take the 90 day tithing challenge, you know, and start and start doing that and, and applying that principle in their life. But you also talked about picking a percentage and making it automatic and that I don't even know what I was just, I I lost my train of thought in that moment. I don't, I don't know what you're, I mean, (laughs) I mean, we've lived by that. And then like we were talking about it the other day, I was like, man, I just, I feel like God gave me a number for That's legacy offering. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and so we, we started looking at our life and mm-hmm. going, okay, how are we going to, how are we going to make that work? Yeah. Cause like, if we don't plan for that, we're not going to be able to do that. Right. And so, you know, cause God is always challenging us to be more generous than we were before. Mm-hmm. Like we feel like we've been very blessed. Yeah. So therefore we're called to be a blessing. Absolutely. It, it, well, it's it's actually, it's actually out of a verse in there, you know, that, that it says, man, give and it will be freely given to you. Mm-hmm. And, and so because so you can be a blessing right. so that people will then magnify God. Yeah. And so I realized that everything that God has given us mm-hmm. is to magnify, is to glorify him. And my goal of the blessing that he's given me is that it would ultimately go back and it would it would go full circle. God has blessed me. I magnify him. Now I give so that others magnify yeah. him. What would you tell somebody that's just, you know, struggling to, to, um, apply this in their life, like struggling to get started? I would just tell you, you just have to start somewhere. I mean, that's why I said, pick a percentage, right? It's 2%, 4%. I I'm a bold person. So I, I went, like I said, we went full in. We went at 10%, we went 20%. (laughs) 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 <laughs> which and God honored that and God honored that because he understood our heart. We, we, we took the scriptures literally yep. and said, God, we're going to test you. Mm-hmm. You said, you'll open up the floodgates of yep. heaven. You said, you'll rebuke the devourer. You said, yeah. And so I'm going to put my faith and trust in what you said, mm-hmm. not what I see. Well, and now for us, like that percentage isn't just 10%. Like we challenge ourselves every year to grow that percentage to the point where we have generosity percentage goals and, and all of that type of stuff. And we just continue to see God, you know, do more and more and more. And again, you said this, it's not always financial. Like there, there are things that we need. We want peace. You know, we want restoration. We want healing. We want all of these things. And I think I want my car not to break down. Like, I, rebuke the devourer. I want to rebuke the devourer. Mm-hmm. Like that air conditioner lasts longer than the yep. average person's that yep. roof lasts. Like those are the blessings of God. Mm-hmm. And and we don't always equate it like that, but I do. Yeah. Because I'm looking at everything through that lens of yeah. my life now. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think that little illustration that you did with Ember. Yeah. You know, where you gave her a dime because the reality is everything that we have, God has given us. We've blessed this. And some people I think struggle with that. Well, they think, well, no, 
I went and worked and I did this and I did that. But yeah, but God also put breath in our lungs, gave us knowledge in our brain, gave us the ability to work, you know, like everything that we have is a gift from him. And so we have to begin to, to return to him. And just that idea of like, when we let go of it, it gives God the ability to add more to our life. But so many people are just holding on. Yeah. And I think God is, is is actually pouring out blessing, but our tight-fistedness yeah, of I'm going to hold on to what I have, mm-hmm. like because what you're saying when you do that, and you're saying you're I'm trusting more in me and my ability mm-hmm. to manage this than I am God's ability to fill this. Yeah, and I've just learned that as as faithful as I want to be, I'm not very faithful. Mm-hmm. As good as I want to be, I'm not very good. Mm-hmm. But God is always good. Yeah. God is always faithful. Yeah. Like his word does not return void. Mm-hmm. That's what I found in my life. Mm-hmm. And and so it is it is a this is the biggest test of them all. Yeah. I mean if there's if there's an area that is a struggle for people it's it's to trust God when it comes to their financial well, world. And what's interesting the statistics in the church world on the percentage of people that actually tithe that would call themselves Christians or attend churches is extremely minimal. And I think about the amount of things that we can do as a church, even right now with maybe a small percentage of people that that actually tithe. Yeah, with less than 10% the Less tithe. than 10% tithes. And the amount of things that we're able to accomplish with a less than 10% of our people tithing, how much greater things could we accomplish as the local church? Like if people tithe, Poverty would be eradicated. I you think. Know, like, I think that just our church, yes, could could solve a lot of the poverty issues mm-hmm. in South Florida. Yep. Just our church alone. Yep. If people ten percent, if if everybody lived, yeah, by, by that principle. principle. Mm-hmm. I mean the the our ability to make a difference mm-hmm. would would be astronomical. the The amount of people that would get saved, the amount of marriages that would get restored, yep. the amount of addictions that would be broken. Uh, because we it, could provide services. It would be un, that, unfathomable. Yeah. Yep. It, it, it would absolutely blow your mind. Yep. Um, but, you know, that's that has not been the reality. I mean, mm-hmm. we've we've always done everything on, a, on, on shoestring budgets and tried to be the most excellent that we can be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think one of the things that you talked about was tithing keeps you involved in like the mission of your church. And I do think we take way more ownership and responsibility when we're, when we're giving towards something and tithing, like you said, with you, you invested in hurts. No, I mean, <laughs> it were, was so true. We were was, looking at it all the time. And then when we day. sold it, we were like, eh, yeah, whatever. whatever, but it is what you invest in your heart, mm-hmm. your heart automatically goes there. Mm-hmm. And, it, it's why so many of you care care more about some things in your life than the people in your life because yeah. you've got more investment in those things yeah. than in the people. So what do you think are things that people should invest in? If if our heart follows our money, like what, what does that look like? I mean, I think number one, we should invest in God and what he's doing yeah. through his local yes. church. But I think you should invest in your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you should invest in your future. Mm-hmm. I think you should invest in your children. I mean, let me go back in our yeah. future because if you look at the statistics yep. of what what people have planned for their future, yes, you know, right now the average person that's retiring the American. Mm-hmm. 
has like $120,000 in their savings or investments. Right. If you think about that, the you, average, the American. average American. Yeah. It's, it's scary because we're, we're, we don't ever think the future is going to come. Yep. We think we someday is far away and we live for today yep. and we don't plan for tomorrow and we end up live like living in regret at the end. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, Gosh, it, I mean, it, we're dealing with, with our parents. Yeah, with, we're dealing with know, it right like now. Both of our parents, both of our parents that have not planned, and mm-hmm. and and now that burden is is on a previous a generation, mm-hmm. and we're trying to figure out like, hey, what are we going to do? And it's it's very evident right now. You have a you have a parent that's mm-hmm. that's in a state where we're going to have to make some really really difficult financial decisions mm-hmm. for them, mm-hmm. and. It's going to be difficult. I, I'm dealing with it with, right now with my parents, thinking about what is that going to look like. Yeah. Uh, and while planning for your own future, while planning <laughs> for your own future, and how do I make sure that that I don't end up in the same position trying to save them? Yeah. Right now, from the decisions that they didn't make yeah. that they should have made, and yeah. and so just talking about things like, man, if your company has a 401k match and you're not and you're not maxing that out, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Like mm-hmm. that's just just common sense, but there's so many things that people aren't doing. In fact, I'm going to share a statistic this week. I'm just going to go ahead and share it. The average American right now spends $1.45 for every dollar they make. Wow. Wow. This is 2022 stats. My gosh. A dollar. So we're, we're spending 45% more than what we make. And a lot of that is student loan debt. A lot of that is credit card debt. And and we're 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 strapping so in ourselves. Twenty years, it's not going to be one hundred twenty thousand dollars that people saved. They're going to be one hundred twenty thousand dollars in debt. I mean, if you if wow. you if you think about, you know, fourteen thousand dollars in debt at an eighteen percent APR. That's the average American yeah. has about fourteen thousand dollars in credit card debt mm-hmm. right now. At eighteen percent, making the minimum payment of two hundred something dollars, it'll take you forty years to pay that off. Wow you'll end up spending over $100,000 making minimum payments to pay off $14,000. If you were to take that same $14,000 and invest it mm-hmm. over 40 years yeah. at, at say 10 or 12%, you'd end up with between a million and a million three. Well, if I you were to add that $217 payment or $220 payment to that every month, you would end up with like $3.3 million. Well, and I, I think those are... Prime examples, though, that even that statistic of people spending a dollar forty-four out of every dollar, dollar forty-five or forty-five, <laughs> whatever, out of every dollar that they bring in, I think that statistic alone will tell you the reason. I think that people shy away from tithing is because they're like, "Oh, I can't afford to," because they're already like they're they're spending money on all of these useless things. It's like what I want now over what I want most. Well, and it's it's we're trying to keep up with the Joneses, yeah. you know. Yeah. I I um watching the social media age mm-hmm. um, and I see a 22 and 23 year old person walk into our church and, and their outfit, like I know, I know those brands. Yeah. Their outfit costing more than my entire wardrobe. Right. And you're 22 or 23. I know what you make. <laughs> like I, I guarantee I make quite a bit more than you, but yet your outfit out, cost my entire wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Like why? Because we're trying to impress people that we don't even know. Yeah. Or like, or like, <laughs> or we're trying to keep up with our neighbor next to yeah. us that, 
just got the the brand new Porsche and we're mm-hmm. we're thinking, well, my my Audi is no longer good. And so right. now I've got to go get a Lamborghini to outdo them. And yeah. And I mean, we all fall into that trap yeah, yeah, periodically. Yeah. And there, you know, and there's nothing wrong with having nice things. It's just you no, know, no, it's it's the it's when those things have you though. Right. Well, and you're going into debt. And you're in going into to, debt to keep up with correct. You know, and I'm sure you're gonna talk a whole lot about that, you yes. know, through throughout <laughs> this series. And and I think even moving forward, you you talked about this weekend, you know, you wanted to start with the spiritual things and to deal with the spiritual aspect of this piece in our life to get us to a healthy place spiritually. And then we can move to the practical on what can we do to get ourselves to a better financial place. But if we get to a better financial place and we don't start, you know, being obedient to what God's asked us to do, then we're just going to end up probably right back where we started. Well, my whole thing is, is I can give you all the practical of how to, how to get out of debt. Yeah. Like that's not hard. Yeah. We we've done it. Sure. We've helped other people do it over and over. We've done it a couple of times. Not Uh, anymore. And, uh, but if if you don't get the curse off your life, yeah, if you don't get the blessing of God on your life, mm-hmm. it like, doesn't like you're just gonna you're gonna end up in in the wrong place because you you've never realized that you're you're actually a steward of those resources, yeah, not or you just don't a know consumer what you're missing of out them. on. You know? Yeah, it's we've already gone over our time, so we Sorry. could probably talk about these things all day long because we're passionate about being in a healthy financial position, but also you know, trusting God and, and returning to him. What is, what is already his so that he can bring that blessing and that, you know, knowledge and wisdom and all of those things that we need to make good decisions to set us up for our future. And you know, what's interesting and, and I don't care that we're long, whatever, you know, I, I think about it as we've, as we've grown in our life and, you know, like most people as, as we've aged, our income has gone up sure. and it's, it's really easy to continue to up. Or your investments have paid off yeah. or you've, you know. Yeah. Your, your lifestyle mm-hmm. typically tra- challenges with yeah. that. And, and, you know, we've, we've tried for a long time to go like, Hey, how do we make sure that our generosity yes. increases at the same rate yes. as everything else is increasing? Absolutely. Like if that is not increasing, yep then then we're missing out. Yes. And, and I think that that's something that most people don't yeah. think about a lot in their life. And yeah, then God they, has blessed me and I've gone down in my, yeah. you know, and so my generosity we're, scale. We're, we're always trying to measure that. Mm-hmm. You know, we measure a lot of things in life. Yeah. Um, and and I, I mean, if I could challenge people, I would challenge you in to, to measure your generosity. Yeah, absolutely. And, and are you increasing that consistently? Mm-hmm. Are you are you having generosity yep. goals yep. in life? Yep. Because um, I don't know about you, I want my life to make. I want my what I did in this life to outlast this life. That's right. Yeah. And, well, and when you're doing that, I think God sees somebody that can be trusted that yeah. he, you know, that will steward what he's given them and and be able to allow it to flow through their hands and not just get stuck. Well, it goes back to the ember illustration. Yeah. He's pouring out a lot. Yeah. And and I can get two fisted there, but it will will I let it go again? Right. Will I give it and let allow him to fill it? Will yeah. I give it and allow him yeah. to fill it? Yeah. And I've just found that the more that I give it, the more he fills it. Yep. Absolutely. And the more that I give, the more that he fills. Yep. Well, I want to challenge you guys. You know, if if you're if you're not trusting God, take that step. Maybe you can't do ten percent. Do do some sort of percentage. It's really 
we try to make it easy at Coastal. So you can visit our website, coastalcommunity.tv slash give. There's ways to do reoccurring, one-time, all, all of those things. And this just, this isn't about, you know, the church needing or wanting your money. I think TJ went over that in his message. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it, go back and listen to it. This is about you know, us being obedient to what God has asked us to do and principally seeing these things played out in our life because I believe that God wants to use us all to make a difference. And so hopefully you guys will join us back this weekend where we're going to have a lot of practical tools on how you can be healthy financially. So hopefully you guys have an incredible week and we'll see you back here next week.